Welcome to Community Cocktails with Kimberly, hosted by Kimberly Woodard, a realtor for nearly 20 years with Ebby Halliday Realtors. Join her every first and third Wednesday of the month as she meets with the top community influencers to help you get to know the area you want to call home. Don't just love your home, love your community. And now, your host, Kimberly Woodard. Hi, viewers. I am so excited about today's episode. I have some friends here um, from Sirius Plumbing and Air, Jenny and Brent Garrett, and we're going to talk about ACs. Um, it is that time of year where you're, you know, you can't deal with that one. <laughs> so welcome, guys. Thank Thanks you. For having us. You're welcome. Well, I thought, you know, our viewers want to know a little bit. Let's talk about your business first and how you guys got started. Sure. Okay. So um, we are a locally owned and operated uh, plumbing and air conditioning company based out of Carrollton. Mm -hmm. And we do service um, mostly residential, but uh -huh. we do some commercial as well. Okay. So um, Collin County, Denton County, and some of Dallas County is, I would say, our major target markets. So we do cover a wide area. Um, and we've been in business now for about 15 years in the area and um, continue to grow and have lots of great repeat customers and um, we're always looking for new customers obviously and we love educating people on how to properly service their HVAC equipment and then any other questions that they may have about their home. Awesome and with our booming market I mean the growth that you guys have been in the business to watch that growth. Yes absolutely. <laughs> so, yes. so um, let's talk about you know this is that time of year where you know the temperatures are um, unusual right now um, for the end of May, 1st of June, but they are on the up climb. And by August, you know, I'm sure your phones start to ring. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. So what can we do as homeowners um, to really take care of our, you know, AC and, you know, help? I mean, of course, things are going to happen. That's just with any mechanical item. But what are some things that the consumer can do to you know help with their systems so let's start off with what you can do at your home by yourself yeah um, without having to call a service company one is um, we need to keep the system clean okay um, first thing we want to check is the filter <laughs> um, and uh, you know I'll have to say you know the cobbler son has no shoes there are times when I don't check my own filter so um, the best thing to do is uh, now just mark your calendar and check okay. it once a month. Yeah. And um, filters are easily obtained at a, a hardware store, Home Depot, right. anything like that. Um, you can order them online. Um, we're happy to provide them for you um, during our service visits by the box okay. so that you can have them. Great idea if you do have a company that's um, regularly maintaining um, the system. It's usually going to be twice a year. So what we can do is put a box up in your attic mm -hmm. and you can put the old ones in there. Yep. Pull out the new ones, <laughs> replace them, right? Yeah. Make sure you date them, and uh, and then we'll haul off the old ones when we oh, come cool. visit. So yeah. Oh, very cool. Well, yes, I'm. I see my share of people that maybe forgot about that. Right. <laughs> that needs to be done. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's a great tip. Um. So next. <laughs> yeah. No. Next. Another thing that might be a little bit uh, outside of a homeowner's um, capability mm. if they're uncomfortable around electricity and water because yes. they don't mix. No, they don't. Um, <laughs> but the, the outdoor unit, the box outside, yes. um, we call that the condenser. Right. And it has a coil much like the radiator in your car. Mm -hmm. And we, we get a lot of cottonwood and a lot of things in the air. And yes. it gets on that, on that radiator or that what we call the coil. 
um, yeah. on the outdoor unit. If that gets plugged, then we're not able to get the heat out of the house. Okay. So um, that needs to be either water washed or chemically washed. Okay. Um, we need to turn the power off to the unit before we do that. <laughs> and, uh, Number one, yeah. turn power off to the unit. <laughs> there's there's 220 volts going to that. So it might be a good idea to have a um, professional or a technician, um, a licensed technician, yeah. to go and clean that coil, right. check the system. We do a number of things at the same time. Spring and fall are the times when to check. And um, that's... That's, that's something you can do on your own. Yes. Um, if you're not comfortable with it, we certainly can do that for you. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Well, I would say both of those things and my share of, you know, home um, looking um, and inspections, it's amazing. <laughs> so, so everyone today, these are your t uh, two things to do. <laughs> but remember, before you um, clean that condenser, turn off the electric. <laughs> Um, so, um, so is there anything else we should, you know, be looking for? Well, so cleaning the unit or changing yeah. the filter is going to extend the life of the, the system. Okay. Okay. But it's also going to lower your utility bills. Okay. And there's yes. another list of things you can do to lower utility bills. Set back thermostats. They're digital. Okay. Um, and typically they'll set for a week, Monday okay. through Friday. Uh-huh and usually have at a minimum three different times. So when you leave to go to work, right. when you come back, and then when you go to sleep. So okay. um, other thermostats have other capabilities, but most setback thermostats are able to do that. And then you can do the same thing for Saturday and Sunday if you have a, a different a lifestyle during the weekend. Right. Um, that can save you up to 20% oh, on wow. utility bills in comparison to what we call a standard setback thermostat. Think of your mom and dad's um, round thermostat, yes. uh, Honeywell, um, <laughs> where you just set it to one temperature and leave it. And if you don't remember to change it, then the system just continues to run. Right, and that's, well, that's, I mean, that's a huge savings, especially when everyone is, you know, trying to save a little here and there. Sure. Um, that can really uh, make a difference on your monthly expenses, so. Um, well, of course, we get into this time of year and we get the, you know, I'm sure you get the calls um, at 10 o'clock at night because <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I send them to, um, and their AC doesn't work. <laughs> right. So, um, and we've got lots of things that are, you know, going on. Um, you know, before we make that call to you, is there anything we should do to check um, before we make that emergency call at the 10 o'clock, you know, at night. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a great question. Um, number one, uh, turn the system to the off position. Okay. And we'll talk a little bit why. But the other thing is, is that you can leave the fan in the on position to move some air through your home. Okay. Especially if it's really hot. You yes. Might want to <laughs> do the best we can. By turning the system off, we're not going to create any more damage to the system. Okay. Um, if, if, let's say, the indoor part of the system is not running, but the outdoor box that we talked about earlier is running, uh -huh. we can cause some uh, damage to the compressor, okay? okay? Yeah. And the compressor is the heart of the system that's inside the condenser. Okay. So, um, and it's a very expensive part to replace. Um, so, uh, just uh, one of the things to do is to turn the system in the off position. You'll have a heat cool. Yes. Just turn it in the off okay. position, and you can turn your fan on. You're not going to hurt the system by doing okay. that. Oh, that's a great tip. So, especially I think you know, we just panic and we yeah. just immediately call. That gives you know a little bit 
and we definitely will have that air circulating through the house, which that's the other thing. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's, you know, a hundred. Well, do you know how hot it is? <laughs> yes. And you're like, yes, I do. <laughs> um, so the other thing is, I know this happens a lot. Um, and this is, I see this is those clogged secondary drain lines. Sure. You know? How do we, you know, is there anything, you know, do we just, obviously we, you know, watch it drip, um, but is there anything that we can, you know, do to help us with maybe, you know, before it starts to drip? Is there any signs that we should be looking for or anything or just look for the drip? Absolutely. Um, so when you're changing your filters yes. on a regular basis, right? <laughs> Once a month. Yeah. Once a month. Um, it's a good idea to check and see. Okay. Um, some systems are designed a little differently. You'll find some are in closets uh -huh. and some are in attics. Yes. Um, we call one a vertical or, or an upflow. Uh -huh. And the other is a horizontal. The horizontals are up in the attics. Up in the attic's a little easier to tell because there's an auxiliary drain pan. It's a safety pan that sits under. Okay. If that line clogs up, that secondary drain pan takes over. So when you're up there changing your filter, take a look in there. Okay. Do you see any water or rust or anything like that? Okay. Um, it's probably a good idea to make a phone call. Okay. Um, I would also say as a precautionary, everybody should have what's called a float switch. Okay. Okay. If that secondary plan, a pan doesn't, or uh, is clogged up as well, the switch will turn off the unit and not flood your house. And we yes. don't want that. No, so, we do not want that. Um, <laughs> Lots so of even more expenses. <laughs> there's two things that you can do as a preventative okay. um, action. One is, is that a little bit about a cup of bleach down the drain line uh -huh. and usually there's a, a T where the, you'll see a standpipe and you can pour bleach down there because we've got water and dirt and then we, we get algae right and that's what happens to those pipes um, typically in the Dallas area it's draining into a sink mm -hmm. um, and that sink can come become backed up as well yeah um, it's always a good di uh, idea and we have talked much about it have your system checked twice a year yeah um, it's standard on most companies checklist to clear out that line and they do that by blowing compressed air through the lines okay so. yeah so we've got our tips we've got uh, that we need to sign up if you don't have a plan to have your ac uh, serviced um twice a year once before i'm taking it before you use the ac um but we do sometimes use that ac all year long <laughs> yep. and then um um our then right before that furnace time um and we haven't um, talked about the furnace. I mean, I know this time people really don't think about that, but it is, you know, also good, you know, to make sure that that's, you know, there's, you know, should be, you know, that that's shut off during this time of year and stuff. Yeah. So when we think about furnace, that's with gas. Yeah. And um, an air handler is electric. Okay. Okay. So we have both here in this right. area. Um, the uh, gas furnace and the air handler both have the blower wheel in there. So when you have air conditioning, both units are running and oh. they come on together. Okay. Okay. Um, obviously we're not running the furnace during right. the AC season, but the control center for the system is a part of the furnace or air handler. Okay. So um, it's a great idea um, to look at your preventive maintenance checklist and make sure that your contractor is checking both sides. Okay. Um, upstairs or in the house and definitely. the outdoor unit. Oh, definitely. Especially since gas, carbon monoxide, or all kinds carbon of good monoxide. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 
let's talk about, let's go and jump to the regulations with AC units. Um, there's so many, you know, facts, myths, you know, fiction. Um, as a homeowner, you know, and I have an older home, I have, you know, they're not, you know, brand new units. You know, what should those people that have those older units be looking for, be concerned about if they're coming to that time where they may have to replace? <laughs> sure. So um, the average air conditioning system for a home, their life cycle is anywhere from about eight to 12 years. Okay. Okay. So as we're getting closer to eight, we probably need to be thinking and budgeting for something like mm -hmm. that. We get to 11, 12 years, we're, we're, we're on borrowed time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and the system's probably not as efficient as when you first bought it. Okay. Okay. So those are, those are good parameters to start talking or um, talking to your contractor if you're having that maintenance. They're typically telling you um, what the performance of the system is, okay. and there are ways to tell if that compressor is not quite performing like it was designed. Okay. Um, so, um, it, it, you didn't ask this question, but I'm gonna go ahead and answer yeah. it. Okay. it. Um, when would I think about, um, replacing my system if it's over eight years old right? and I have a repair that's over 500 to a thousand dollars, it's probably time to look at that. Okay. Um, if you have replaced a component, like maybe just the outdoor unit, right? okay. Um, but the indoor unit is still aging, same thing applies. Okay. So, um, typically it's best to have a matched system. So when you replace the system, replace it all together, okay. but sometimes the budget just doesn't handle that. Right. Yeah. Right. No. And sometimes people just are trying to do the immediate yep. fix. Um, but I know I like that, you know, that perimeter on cost because that can also not just for the system, you know, the newer system, but it's also going to be more efficient which is then going to obviously save you for your electric bills. <laughs> so and, you know, I think a lot of us think of that immediate cost and we're like, ah, <laughs> at least I do. I'm like, oh my goodness. Um, and we don't look at the long-term um, you know, savings that were gonna occur. So, yeah. so that's um, a good food for thought. Um, so I guess, you know, on your, the AC, if there was like one tip, one thing um, you would want someone to re always remember, if they forget everything else, what would you tell them? Change your filter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's the one thing. And, and if you think in terms of um, what causes an air, con air conditioning system to break down, 80% yes. of the agents or the things that cause that are in the exterior of the system. Okay. And, and we can just boil that down to say dirt. Yeah. Okay. If it gets dirty, it just doesn't run properly. Right. Okay. And so um, filters and outdoor units being clean um, on the heating side, on the furnace, um, making sure that that burner's clean because now we're talking about a safety issue. Right. So yeah. um, it just, uh, the one tip is have it regularly maintenance and checked. Yeah. Um, you would never imagine driving your car um, for six months and not having the oil changed. Right. Okay. The equivalent of an air conditioning system running and how many hours it runs versus having it checked mm -hmm. um, is about four to five times what you would um, check in between oil changes on your car. So we just aren't real kind to our systems. Yeah, no, and, we aren't. <laughs> and, it, and it's really just keep them clean. 
Well, the, and right now with everything, I mean, clean, clean, clean. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's home. It's a good time to have somebody out to your house. And this is a good systems maintenance. And let's talk about that. So when um, the service, you know, people are, you know, with service hiring, you know, outside service providers and people, I've had some people that are very um, hesitant to bring anyone in the home. Um, and then um, can you kind of, your proper procedure when your service um, person goes out, you know, how are they, you know, how are they dressed and equipped for sure. our time? Sure. Right so our technicians are going to be uniform. Okay. Um, they'll have a, a name badge. Mm -hmm. um, they'll, uh, I, I think when you start talking about comparing companies and what yeah. to look for, mm -hmm. um, you get a sense right off the bat what yeah. the culture of the company is. Yeah. Um, and so, um, I think the best companies offer options okay. and let the consumer make the decision um, where we play a consulting role of saying, well, take the example of, of um, a compressor that fails. Right. Um, just based on the few things that we've talked about today, mm -hmm. um, if somebody comes to your home and you lose a compressor in the second or third year, it's probably under warranty. Right. Okay. Um, just the rules of eight years being the time to start thinking about that. If they're talking about replacing your unit, I'm sure your um, your watchers are are well informed um, and maybe get a different opinion. Okay, cool, very good. So uh, we've learned a lot today. The number one thing to take away from this episode is change your filters. <laughs> so everyone, um, either you if you're going to have your AC service. Get them through your AC service or go to Home Depot tonight and go get your um, filters box. Get it for six months because then you'll know that you've got to have the unit service. Um, keep a check on it and watch it. It should be, you know, just like, you know, I kind of use my rule of thumb for everything is just like you're going to eat, you fuel your body. Everything else in your, um, your house is just like a person. Um, and so you've got to maintain it. Um, and you've got to take care of it and nurture it. And that's what you should do with your AC unit. So this is great guys. Yes. And we're going to have, um, their contact information, um, below. So you can, if you haven't had your AC service, give these guys a call and, you know, get them out, get your service, um, done. It may solve, save you a lot of money in the long run. So Absolutely. well, cheers. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers to summer. Yay. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to contact Kimberly with your real estate needs, you can reach her at KimberlyWoodard.ebby.com. We hope you enjoyed our guest this week. And remember, don't just love your home, love your community.